Hello and welcome to Books and Stuff I Like, where, if you're new to the program, I talk about books and stuff I like. We're going to jump right into it now. I, again, haven't done a gosh darn thing with my last week. Um, nowhere to go, nothing to do. What I, I am this weekend, I, I'm going to make it a point. I stopped, I would go out about uh, twice a week, get something to eat, and that stopped um, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm, I'm just you know, obviously I don't, I don't need to stay home. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And the other, I'm very lucky now where my, um, employment and that whole situation is the exact same now as it was two months ago. And, and not a lot of people can say this same. I have no idea what it's going to be in six months. I'm kind of worried. So while right now it's fine, I'm just like, if I can, you know, make a little piece of fish at home, I'm not going to go out and, um, you know, get rice or whatever I do when I go out. Uh, that was a, a very sad statement of words I just stated. Um, but no, this weekend, I and I, I feel bad because... It, it's up to me. It's up to all of us to, on the one hand, keep everybody alive in the in the immediate uh, time period, but also keep everybody alive a few months from now. By you know, we we have to throw money. If we have money, we got to throw it around, um, because all those restaurants are relying on my ten dollars a week to um, survive. So we're going to do that again this week. But last week, in my little abode, I discovered an app called Real Good. And I, I, there's got to be 15 of these. I don't know why I never thought to look for them, and I didn't really think to look for this. What Real Good does is you tell Real Good all the streaming services that you have and real good will tell you all the movies that you can watch and shows or what have you um on on all of your services and provide like legitimate ways to rate them meaning um you can get rotten tomatoes and that imdb um you can get those scores and then real good even has its own kind of where it meshes the two, I don't know quite what it's called a real good score. Um, so you don't have to rely. I thought Netflix was pretty good. I don't have Netflix anymore, but they were pretty good at saying, Hey, watch this. Um, yeah, they always had their own agenda. Amazon is the least intuitive thing. Uh, Their Amazon prime is, is horribly, uh, they have great stuff hidden away and, um, keeps wanting me to watch pretty, pretty terrible things. Um, so this real good should, should help with that. You know, that, that Amazon drives me nuts because, because they know absolutely everything there is to know about me. They know what I buy and they know when I buy it. They know I'm talking to that girl and the little hockey puck a hundred times a day knows what I listen to how I listen to it, when I want to listen to it, and now it knows what I watch. 
Amazon could force feed me everything I would ever want or not want in my life forever. It, it knows everything. And I, I know it's worth more to Amazon just to sell that information to the Russians or whomever um, versus trying to get me to buy, you know, new toothpaste. But um, I don't know why it just doesn't do both. That, that always perplexes me. Um, but yeah, this real good thing is, is pretty nice. You're getting an objective, um, and, and more easily searchable, uh, way to find something to watch. It, it actually, um, recommended I watch a movie called Astera, Astria, something along those lines, just a, a post-apocalyptic type movie. I, I can't get enough of those now. I know that's, that's terrible. I need to stop, but, um, you know, life imitates art. Uh, it was a good movie. The only, the only annoying thing about real good is a pretty, uh, first world problem. Um, you tell real good, like, oh yeah, I would, I would like to watch this, add it to my list. And it doesn't, cause how could it, it doesn't add it to your list. Once you actually get on the app, you have to you know, do that again, which, you know, if you spend five seconds doing that a week, that, that time adds up. Um, so if you haven't heard of that app, um, it just know that it exists. And if you have, and you know of anything better, hook me up because, um, we might be in watching streaming services and doing nothing else for a good long while. Not that I really ever did anything else. Okay, we are going to get <clears throat> clearing my throat. I'm getting ready to get fired up. I have been waiting patiently to discuss these three books. It's a trilogy. How nice are trilogies? It's called the USA Trilogy is what we call this. How awesome is that? The cover art. I bought the uh, mass market paperbacks. You put them all, lay them out on a table. I mean, there's three of them, uh, but it looks like an American flag. This is just fantastic. I am talking about John Dos Passos, the 42nd Parallel, 1919, and The Big Money, known collectively as the USA Trilogy. Now, I've talked here about William Gass and John Barth how they should be household names and go down in the canon and I'm all enthusiastic and that's all great and I would love if John Barth was a household name I would love it I I obviously think he should be the fact that John Dos Passos isn't a household name as far as I know um is criminal criminal these are such good important works in American literature, and I think it's absolutely criminal that I was in my late 20s before I came across these, and the few people that I've brought this up to that should know, don't. So let's go back to our favorite period of American literature, and I am talking about pre-World War II, 20th century American literature as a good period. Think about it. Think, ready? 1920s. Just just picture something in the 1920s. Now picture the Civil War. 
That's like the same period of time from, you know, now to Vietnam. That's weird. You know what happened? The Industrial Revolution happened. Everything was changing and people didn't fully realize yet how bad it was. People were coming in from the farms to the cities. People had money. People had leisure. The arts were flourishing. I mean, if you were if you were a white man, things really got good. If you were anything that wasn't a white man, things, I mean, didn't get... Th things changed, some better, some worse. But, I mean, you, you know, there were, there, there were changes and, and the start of a hint of something better. But, you know, as a white man, everything was always good. And, and it was just, it was such a good time for a lot of things. And a really good time for art. So we are talking about your John Steinbecks, your Ernest Hemingways, your Fitzgeralds, your um, Sinclair Lewis. We talked about Babbitt back, you know, pre-pandemic time. John Dos Passos. Oh, these books are so good. Okay, he makes, his writing makes Hemingway's writing look long-winded. I have never read anything that can get from point A to point B so quickly in a paragraph, but it doesn't feel that way. These books have a lot of different characters. Um, you can read them in any order, but the 42nd parallel kind of covers, oh, I forget all these, but there's pre-World War One, World War One, 1919 is the World War One book, and then um, a kind of right before the Great Depression type deal that that whole glut that nobody realized was going on so each book will present a few characters and will just give glimpses in their lives and it goes through it so beautifully so quickly um so again that really stripped down writing style you, these these guys were all newspaper reporters they had something to say and they had to say it quick i don't know if john dos passos was i don't know anything about him the other thing that's great about these books, each chapter ends for for how for how terse the writing previously was. Each chapter ends with a really long-winded stream of consciousness type deal that makes zero sense, but it's so beautiful. And and he, he John Dos Passos, I mean, people were doing that, but he was doing that before people knew they were doing that. I don't know how to explain it, but this is such high art of American literature, and we don't know it. It's not a household name with the Steinbecks and the Hemingways and the Fitzgeralds. Nobody's reading this in high school. They're reading The Great Gatsby, which is fine. I mean, The Great Gatsby is kind of awful for a few reasons, but whatever. But why aren't we reading the USA Trilogy? And I have one idea why that might be. These books are pretty heavily socialist. But it's not, in, in this period of time, the 20th century America, pre-World War II, the stigma around socialism wasn't there like it was during and after the Cold War, like it is now. There was a stigma. Um, and of course, there were a lot of people who would be very much against socialism becoming a thing because of, you know, that's the nature of socialism, but it wasn't stigmatized how it is today. This is all just what I'm, I think I, I didn't bother looking any of this up. Um, 
So in this book, it's just kind of pre- presented as what, you know, it, it, it is. It's, it's another, it, it is it is a legitimate form of how an economy could be run, like other legitimate forms of how economies should be run. I don't think John Dos Passos was trying to make a statement, or if he was trying to make a statement, um, it was just a reflection of statements that were being made in the country at that time. You know, there was a, these books made me kind of realize there was a good stretch of time where things could have, in our country, kind of went either way. And I mean, now with all of our talk about the democratic socialism and all that, I think we're, we're all pretty sure it's not gonna, there's not going to be a big shift, but a hundred years ago, I don't think you were sure of that. I don't think you were sure of that at all. So if you write a book where that's just presented as kind of not even, maybe it would have been better if John Dos Passos was trying to make a political statement versus just saying, here's a legitimate, uh, I think that's why these fell to the wayside once we went to World War II, the GIs came back and, you know, the, the study of American literature kind of started taking off. I think, um, we wanted to use John Steinbeck to, to show our radical views from that time. And, um, we were kind of hesitant to, uh, to let in another, another radical. Um, and I even, I hate saying that because this isn't radical at all. So I, I beg of you, I've had strong recommendations in the past, I beg of you, read these books. They're so good. And it's such a shame that they are not on everyone's required reading list by the time they graduate high school or however that is. John Dos Passos, the USA Trilogy, just American literature does not get any better. We're going to come down from that. Um... For something that isn't quite as good. I was, again, um, at work, I was uh, recommended and loaned. I always appreciate that. I, I hate loaning books. That's a whole... I wish I had better rules. Because um, I, I don't. I say I have rules. Um, I, I make it a practice not to loan books. But I was loaned some books at work, again, which is, is awful nice. Um and one I kind of want to touch base on, it was a, it was, it was like, I guess the, the quintessential book on lean thinking. It was called lean thinking. And I think like, like going into it, like, okay, that's, that's that kind of thinking where you make things as efficient as you possibly can. Well, I mean, everyone's always been doing that. I didn't know how deep and complicated lean thinking was and how different it was from from how I would have um, imagined it. Uh, but the actual book was terrible. It was terrible. First, I thought it was me, like it was over my head. Um, and then I have to remind myself that I am a grown man who has re- been reading books for a long time. And uh, I mean, any any literate adult, um, unless you're reading something that's that's very, very deep in, in a specific field that isn't your own. Um, you should be able to make sense of a piece of text. And I, I finally 
re- realize this text, you know, it wasn't me. It was, it's just so, it was poorly written. It was bad. It was just bad. So this book kind of followed the format of, of a lot of books of the, the business style that I'm, I'm finding, you know, they're the, the first part, and this isn't always the first part, but kind of explained, you know, the five steps, the five steps of lean thinking, which, okay, great. And then the second part was case studies. But by the time I got to the second part, I could not summarize in one sentence what lean thinking was. So if you spend half a book, you know, 100 pages, explaining the five steps of lean thinking, you, you didn't, the English teacher came back out on me, you, you didn't have a central, a central thesis. Um, and then the case studies were boring as dirt and didn't make much sense because I was 200 pages into a book and couldn't say what the central point of the book was. Um, that's a problem for me. So I did something I rarely do and something that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. I put the book down. I wasn't going to waste my time finishing it. I, I really, I try to put myself in situations where that doesn't happen by doing research on what I read first. I, I couldn't on that, you know, I was recommended, but then I felt bad too, because, um, for the rest of my life, I have to live this lie that, that I read the book. So I went online and I watched a couple videos on lean thinking. I found a couple brilliant summaries on the book. Um, lean thinking is pretty cool. This isn't anything against lean thinking. It's it's against the book. And what I really hate is these two guys, they were English guys, and this was would have been, I don't know, the 80s or 90s. They're um, describing a system that had been used in Japan for a while. Like... I want to read the Japanese version of it is what I want to read. Um, maybe they could explain it better, but then I got it third hand from YouTube videos. Um, and I even, I told Goodreads as well that I read this book. So when I go back at the end of this year and tally up my books of the year, I, I try to shoot for a book a week. Um, I'm pretty lenient on what I what I call a book, and this is a great example. My my total for the year is going to be a lie, because I can't tell Goodreads that I read half of this book, um, but I put it in because I I would never want to get to a, a point in my life where I accidentally read this book again. I I need I need some kind of proof that words in that book made it into my brain and to never do it again. Um, I guess this is proof too. So lean thinking, um, it's, it's super interesting. Uh, I guess it's kind of, it's just, um, if you were to go out and to get a meal, would you rather have the meal made after you ordered and have, have the demand be pulled? You pull the demand from the food people, or would you rather go into a restaurant and they they hand it to you because they had it sitting waiting where they push it to you. See, I explained it a lot better than that stupid book did. And the only way we make pulling that information work is to cut out waste. Um, but you have to make sure that waste is unnecessary waste because there's plenty of waste that you have to have. And I think that's where things get complicated. So lean thinking, a good idea a very poor book.
And I think that's going to be about it this week. I am still sweating a little bit about John Dos Passos. Um, I have a few other of those those um, good ones that I'm saving. And, and not that I, I'm not going to discuss anything good or bad that isn't, isn't inherently good. Um, next week's going to be exciting. I have a book I just finished. I'm finally going to talk, well, I'm going to argue about whether or not it's a novella, but I have not talked about novellas. I could talk about novellas all day. Um, so next week will be a good one like every week is. So until then, stay safe, stay inside unless we're not supposed to anymore. I don't know how that works. Spend money unless you're terrified to or don't have it. Um, maybe even read a book. <laughs>